Don't lie. That's a good intro. That is a hoedown intro if I've ever heard one. You know it's good. I know I know some of you missed the old one, but you got to acknowledge that one's good. I'm just going to keep harping on it. I'm very proud of that because it's the showdown hoedown, and so you got to have a hoedown song. By the way, I hope this ain't the first time you've seen me today because we definitely had the cutdown hoedown earlier today where we were sweating the cut sweat powered by cut sweats, which I have up right here like behind me. See this right here? That's cut sweats. And uh, we had a good time. We kept quite a few people in there, tons of questions. I've never had 90 minutes go by so fast in my life, probably because I was having such a good time watching that fucking loser Rory McRoar just uh, implode quad and then he of course he rolls like a 14 footer in to save double a couple of holes later what a bum which by the way i'm gonna play him tomorrow there you go i've already said it. i've already spoiled it for all of you that think that i won't play rory oh i'm playing him tomorrow mush city coming to rory and his soul tomorrow courtesy of your buddy degenerate 75 which by the way we call that a segue in my business I am the Degenerate 75. I am a high-limit DFS player who's trying to do something a little bit different, uh, trying to give viewers of the PGA DFS community the perspective of a high-limit player, but also doing it in a somewhat entertaining manner. I bet after you watch this show, you will probably say to yourself, man, that guy knows his shit. And if you don't think that, you'll probably think, man, that guy was entertaining. And if you don't think either of those, well, then you probably shouldn't fucking watch this station. It's not going to be for you. Uh, But uh, we do have quite a few people that do like it. The channel's growing like crazy. We're well on our way to 1,000 subscribers. Get me there, people, because I want to win this bet so bad. I got a huge bet with a couple buddies that I can't get to 1,000 by the Open Championship. We're well over 800 now. Just go get one friend to subscribe for me. They don't even got to watch. Just help a dude out. If you're new, you go subscribe. Go like this channel and go turn on notifications because I do this shit regularly every friday night i do round three every saturday night i do round four every wednesday night the big emergency stream at 7 p.m central standard time zone which got over 2,000 views this last week i got 2,000 views on a youtube video i'm like six weeks old like what the fuck's going on here like i i believe in youtube terms i've went from a nobody and i've graduated all the way up to like slap dick so we are moving up in this world we are excited i appreciate all of you and thank you uh especially those of you that keep coming back and supporting me It's not lost on me. I appreciate you. I'm going to keep putting out the content. Keep helping you try to win. That's what I do. More than anything, I'm going to try to help you get better. Uh, We're also in pod form. If you're not a YouTube kind of guy, go check this out on Apple Pod. Go check me out on uh, what Amazon Pod, Spotify. We're on all of them. The Showdown Hoedown. Leave me a five-star review over on Apple Pod. And if you do, I'll put your name in a big drawing. I give away $100 tickets every single week where you get to play with me in the tournaments. We make the lineups together, and I split the profits with you 50-50. It's badass. I've already had six winners uh, of the drawing, and four of those won money. Um, and then most of them are gangsters and they said, fuck it, let's roll it again. And then we're just going to make lineups again this weekend. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, I'm going to keep doing it. The best way to get your name in there is to go leave a five-star review for the pod, but there are other ways. The easiest way to do it. If you don't want to commit to like writing nice things about the show is just go like this YouTube video, go leave a comment on this YouTube video and say, who is the one guy you're definitely playing tomorrow? Who's the one guy you're definitely playing tomorrow? And then go over to Twitter, retweet the the show, and give it a like. And that's it. You're in the drawing. I'll do a big spinning wheel. Look, it looks like this if you're new to the channel, which I hope is a lot of you. But there'll probably be a lot more names on there because people be loving this shit. All right, week long. All right, we're we're moving straight into it tonight. I've got goals. I'm going to stay under 25 minutes. I'm going to fucking cut to the chase. I cuss a lot. You should probably know that about me. I also talk a lot of shit, and I've already hurt some people's feelings. Uh, If you're a bedwetter, once again, 
not the station for you. Okay, uh, my contest. So this is a little site called Cut Sweats. If you don't know Cut Sweats, shame on you. Surely you've seen it on Twitter where they let you know the 6 of 6 rate this week, which you can see was abysmal. About 2% across all major tournaments this week. The 5 of 6 wasn't even much better at 12%. So if you got some 5 of 6s and you got a bunch of guys at the top of the leaderboard, you may be a little more live this week than you think. But when you do, like me, I'm a high limit player. I did over 300 lineups this week. I don't want to go hand count all those mother fathers and see how many of them are six of sixes. So I just come over here to cut sweats and I can see in the $20 pitch and putt, I did 150 lineups. I have precisely 1% of them that is a six of six. Let's go. No, I mean, that happens, man. I, I played, uh, let's see. Uh, I played uh, uh, Neiman in 172 lineups, Spieth in 165, and uh, Mito in 145. And when you have those three guys in that many lineups and they all miss the cut, you're pretty much fucked. And so that's me this week. We are totally dead at week long. You know, at this point, you're just trying to recoup as much of your money as you can and move on for next week. And folks are like, oh, you lost so much money. I thought you were so good. First of all, dumbass, it's really hard to win at GPPs. You're going to lose the vast majority of weeks you play versus the weeks you win furthermore i won way more than this last week at the u.s open to cover any of these losses plus i'm kind of the showdown king so i'll get it all back this week and watch i'll spike the f out of a, a gpp tomorrow you watched you heard it here first you heard it here first uh all right so this is cut sweats and if you think man this looks really cool i want to see how my players are doing or my lineups or how many five of uh, or six of sixes i have hopefully you have some six of sixes well i got a sweet deal for you because i have partnered up with cut sweats and if you go over there and put in the promo code degen 75 d-e-g-e-n 75 all lowercase he's going to give you half off the first month and i'm telling you if you are serious about pga dfs golf you do this thing for a month you'll stick with it i swear to you i've, I've probably had 20 25 people sign up and all all of them are like, this is amazing. I can't believe I knew life before this. So that's Cut Sweats. You should definitely check it out. Uh, normally, it's more fun because my week long isn't such a disaster, but it's a disaster this week. You know, I've, I've faded all the guys that are killing it and all the top guys I went with are doing horrible. And I had really good plays. I, you know, like, like you can go look at the current scores. You know, I have all the Harris English and uh, Party Marty and KH Lee and Howell and Long, all these really great uh, low owned plays. But I picked all the wrong studs. And, you know, it's kind of my fucking thing. Okay, so let's get on to tomorrow's slate. It is round three showdown. It isn't the biggest edge. That's definitely round four, but there is still an edge to be had at round three, especially when there's a guy who is way out in front of everybody that's a big name. And if you don't know, that's happening right now. What's the first thing we always look at when we're looking at showdown? What's the first thing we look at? Hey, new guy, I'm talking to you. No, 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 that ain't it. Always go check the wind. You always go check the wind and weather because that is the thing that directly correlates to scores on the course and uh, what wave might play well. And you look at tomorrow for Cromwell, Connecticut, I would say that is about as good as scoring conditions can possibly be. I will acknowledge it gets a little hotter in the afternoon, so you got to imagine those greens are going to bake out just a hair. So I would imagine the earliest guys are going to have primo conditions to just go attack this course. I'm going to be playing guys that are going out as early as possible. They're going to have the best scoring conditions. And because they're going out first, that means they're lower on the leaderboard. And if you don't know anything about Saturday's showdown, the number one indicator of if somebody's going to be highly owned is where they're at on the leaderboard because people are fucking more 
morons and they think that uh, where they start Saturday somehow gets them more points. This ain't Sunday showdown, homie. There's no position points. A guy that's T64th and a guy that's in second place have the exact same ability to score the same amount of points. There's no built-in position points. So consider that when making your lineups, that just naturally when you're gravity, if you're between two guys and one guy's T7 and one guy's T56, always play the T56 guy because he will be lower owned simply just because of where he's starting. And not to mention, you might get a little bit, I would say, just looking at this, I would guess at least a quarter to a half a shot difference uh, in scoring conditions for the morning guys versus the afternoon guys. We are adults here, if you don't know. So we check more than one source. Let's go see what my friends over at Willie Weather are saying about tomorrow. Cromwell, Connecticut. Um, <laughs> calm, light. Uh, gets all the way, yeah. All the way up to four miles an hour. No, three miles an hour. Woo! These guys are going to be struggling tomorrow. I'm kidding. Stop being so serious. Uh, and let's go ahead and check the weather channel. Because, you know, I've heard they do weather. Tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, ooh, they got it peaking at four. Ooh, scary stuff. Uh, let's see a little contest selection for tomorrow. You know, this contest selection thing is getting a little old. I kind of feel like I've done it enough that you should know tomorrow. The main contest. What am I on here? This is not, Oh, we, I have to refresh my bad, my bad. I still got up Thursdays. Let's see here. Let's go to lobby. Let's go to selections. You got to love that first place is $50,000 in the big one tomorrow. And it's a $200,000 prize pool. So instead of the normal one third to first, they're only doing a quarter to first, which makes me like that tournament a lot more. So I'm going to put way too many lineups in that tournament. Should you do that? Probably not. If you insist on playing in the $15 tomorrow, you may look Look me in the eyes and promise me you will play at least 25 lineups in that and you will keep your player pool under 16 guys so that you can condense that player pool, mix and match those 16 guys and get, you know, hopefully hit the right combination from your player pool. The reason you need to do at least 25 in it is you're going to be playing guys like me and Tambo and Jesse and Osimo and all these guys who are fucking killers at showdown. And we're all going to have 100, 150 lineups in there. You don't want to be playing us when you have 25 or when you have three lineups and we have 150. You don't want that. That's not good odds. I mean, you probably don't want to play us heads up like 150 versus 150. Now you're going to give us six times more. Uh, lineups than you that's you really putting yourself behind the eight ball that is a very negative ev move i would not do that if you really want to spend a couple hundred bucks tomorrow go check out these hundred dollar single entries these two hundred dollar single entries they're so much better um that's my advice to you you do what you want i i talk about this every time i'm not going to harp on it much longer because it's basically the same thesis I've, if, if you don't know what i'm talking about just go watch any of my other showdown videos you'll see exactly what i'm talking about uh, what are we talking about? We're on the weather. All right, let's get to the board. Let's get to the board. We're flying tonight. We are flying. I'm the wind beneath my wings. Round three showdown is up. Who is going to be the highest owned tomorrow? Well, first of all, I'm over here at fantasy national and trust me, that's not an endorsement. Uh, who's going to be the highest owned player tomorrow? It will be Xander Shoffley by a country effing mile. Uh, he is ball striking. He is a big name. He's way out in front of everybody. And people are like, he cannot possibly play bad after playing good two days in a row. Just like when everybody was like, you know, counting their money when Rory was at minus 14 today. And then Rory remembered, oh, yeah, I'm a fucking loser. I got to go quad and double the next three holes. So, yeah, if you play Xander tomorrow, you just don't get it. Like my one guy I'm definitely not playing tomorrow, Xander Shoffley. I get that's I don't give picks here. You need to know this about me. I'm not here to give picks. I'm not a tout. If you want a tout, if you want somebody to spoon feed you picks, go give your 75 bucks to the slap dick tout sites. Have them give you the regurgitated picks that, you know, they just give to everybody that are nothing special and do that. If you want to think for yourself and learn the process and control your own destiny, then listen up and I'll try to give you a couple pointers on some guys that you should consider and look at and determine what's best for you. Not what you think I think you 
you should play, but what you think you should play. So right off the bat, we are definitely not playing Xander Shoffley. He's going to be super owned. Patrick Cantlay is going to be super owned. Basically what you're looking for is guys who are at the top of the leaderboard who are big names because people like to spend their salary. People like guys that are ball striking and people like big names. Uh, I, Rory is going to be highly owned, but I think because he got he played so poorly today, he will not be as highly owned as Cantlay or Xander, and that's probably why Rory will definitely be the one guy I am playing tomorrow. But you just called him a loser. He is a loser, but like he's only a loser half the time. The other half of the time, he's the best player on the earth. Uh, he just can't put four rounds together. That's just always been my thesis about him. For all you donkey asses that don't understand what I'm saying about Rory. He is world-class talent. He just doesn't have the mental fortitude to put four rounds together. That's all I've ever said about him. And here's what's going to happen. Rory is going to suck balls one of these two rounds this weekend. He's going to be world beater the other round. You just got to pick which one it's going to be. I could have told you today he was going to suck. He was a world beater yesterday. He can't do that two rounds in a row. So now the question is, is he going to have his you know, 80-point round on Sunday or is he going to have it on Saturday? That's the only real question there. Uh, so those will be your highest owned guys. Uh, Xander, uh, Cantlay, uh, if you want another good rule, go look at anybody that ball. Oh, Brennan Steele is going to be super chalky tomorrow because people have him a week long. He's ball striking. He could have scored so much better today if he made putts. Well, you know, he's Brennan Steele and he sucks at putting. So maybe he won't make them. Uh, those, those are going to be probably your three or four chalkiest guys right there. Of those guys, how many am I going to play? One. That's it. One. And I'm not even sure he's going to be one of the top three. And I want to mush Roy's career. So there's that too. <laughs> What you need to do in Showdown is go sort by salary. And if I already told you that Cantlay and Xander are going to be super popular, well, then naturally that just makes Scheffler and Rory, who are more expensive, less popular. So, like, there's your first natural pivot right there. Am I telling you to do that? No, I don't give a shit who you play. Maybe Xander goes and shoots another 63 tomorrow and he's the nuts play. And if you feel he's going to do that, then go play him. But what I would not be doing is starting my lineups out Cantley and Shoffley, even if you love them both. You really shouldn't do that because, like, I, legit 25% of all lineups in the GPPs tomorrow will start out with that build. And then even if it does hit, now you're playing 4v4s versus 10,000 other lineups. What the hell are you doing? Like, you did, don't, I've never won a GPP. Well, that's because you start your builds like that. You're never going to win a GPP doing that. So don't do it. If you're in love with one of them, play them. If you're in love with both of them, play them both, but maybe just not in the same lineup. Or, you know, grow a nutsack and play neither of them. But that's how I play. I don't expect you to be as aggressive as me. Okay. Uh, so Rory definitely has my eye. There's no way Scotty Scheffler cannot have your eye. He has not been putting. He's the best player on earth. And he's just sitting right there in that lurking zone at minus five. He's only four shots off second. Xander goes out and spins his wheels a little bit tomorrow. It would not surprise me if freaking Scotty's within a shot or two of him tomorrow. We'll see. Davis Riley. Uh, I have a thing for chalky guys that barely get across the cut line. Like, oh, that idiot barely got across the cut line. That's Davis Riley. So just because of that, he will go out and smash tomorrow. And he is putting terrible, and that is the easiest thing to correct. Uh, exact same person in that camp is Keegan Bradley. Keegan Bradley is one of those donkey chalk guys that just barely made the cut on the number. So what's he going to do tomorrow? He's going to go out and pay off all the week-long donkeys, and they're going to get there with Keegan Bradley. What was he, like 9,400? Get the fuck out of here, Keegan Bradley. Um. I'll be the reason I'm not talking up Seamus as good as he was today is like you're going to be play, paying that ownership premium for him. Uh, Seamus is playing great. His numbers look great. Uh, he's a very reasonable salary. However, do I really want to pay an ownership salary tomorrow for what he did today? I don't think I do. But, you know, you're the captain of your own ship. Big guy, you do whatever the hell you want. Tony Finau, um, 
is interesting. I didn't click on him, but his approach was great today. I just, you know, I kind of just think Tony's a loser. I played him all over a week long, but no one cares about that. Uh, I watched Webb. Webb, it looks like he's kind of getting his game back. So you got to, you got to think that he's alive. Um, but Brian Harmon is another one of those guys, just like Riley and just like Keegan, that just barely got across the finish line. And I'm telling you, when those chalk donkeys get across, barely get across the finish line, they kill it on the weekends. Um, what I'm looking at here with all these other guys, I'm going to stop going over every guy here eventually. But like when I see these guys who picked up four, five, six, seven shots today, like Cam Davis, they're just auto fades for me. Tomorrow, Xander, Cantley, Party Marty, Nick Hardy. Uh, Cam Davis, Cage Lee, JT Post, and all these guys who had... Oh, that's all rounds. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, let's go look at all rounds today. Xander, HV3, Higgs, uh, Bill Haas, uh, Scott Stallings, Nick Hardy, Cage Lee, uh, Kevin Kisner. I'm playing zero of those guys. And it's very, very simple. I don't want to pay the premium, the ownership premium tomorrow for what they did today. Furthermore, it's very freaking hard to back up two amazing rounds in a row. It really is. So I don't like it. Um, I'm not, I'll, I'll be playing none of them. You may want to pay, play them, but I'm just telling you, they're going to be at an ownership premium and it just makes pivoting that much easier off of them. Like you don't think that there's better options down there than Bill Haas. Okay. Uh, you do you boo. Uh, other guys, other guys I was looking at here. Some guys that caught my eye. You already, oh, Brennan Steele. you know, donkey chalk. Brennan Steele is just going to annihilate this course this weekend. Uh, Tigala is playing really well. Uh, I, I would encourage you to really go look at round two today. Cause I think round two scoring is going to be much more indicative of how round three plays and how round one was. There was a, a pretty significant, I don't know if significant is the right word. Why do I not have data golf up? Uh, yeah, there was a, let's see round one played, uh, yeah, about even. And then today played about one under. So a full, almost a full shot difference. That's a pretty significant difference over that large of a pool. So I think tomorrow you're going to start seeing minus one, maybe minus 1.3 because we'll have all the slap dicks out of the tournament um, as the course average. And when you have that, that is going to lead to good scoring. Uh, so a guy like Tigala and Neesmith, that's why I want to see guys who played well today. Cause if they were ball striking the conditions today, to me, that is a much more direct correlation. So somebody like Tigala, uh, Neesmith, uh, Kramer Hickok missed the cut, so I wouldn't play him. That's a bold strategy. Patton Gazire. I love guys that give it away around the greens, right? And to me, what I really found, by the way, I'm not telling you to play any of these guys. I'm saying go give them a look. Uh, Luke List was ball striking the hell out of it today. Josh Bramlett was picking up on approach, which is the number one thing you should be looking at. Lucas Glover was great ball striking, but terrible putting. But let me go ahead and tell you, that's kind of Lucas's Glover's thing. Uh, Andrew Putnam, great on approach. Today. Well, not great on approach, but above average on approach. And just kind of spun his wheels overall. No one will play Andrew Putnam tomorrow. Give him a look. All right. This is kind of my thesis of tonight is I want you to really, I think there's so many great punts tomorrow. I guarantee you the winning $15 lineup tomorrow for $50,000 will have some of these punts I have done here. There are so many great punts, 6,700 and lower. John Hunt. He, you know, he's doing everything you want to see, but I will warn you him being in seventh place and having a good round today might get a little chalky. So go check out Chris Goderup. I mean, he's basically doing great other than just giving it away around the greens. Hank Lebiota, look at that. 1.5 on approach, losing at everything else. People are like, well, he didn't play any good today. He lost a stroke. Dude, like it's one round. They can bounce back. 1.5 strokes on approach in a single round is great. Uh, Hammer and Hank, I'm interested in. Uh, T-Dunks, ball striking SOB, and he's actually putting okay. 
Uh, and by the way, notice these guys are in 33rd place, 50th place. They're kind of further down the leaderboard. And the further you get down the leaderboard, the less interested people are in them. Go check out Peter Malnati. He had a great round today, but not a great round. He gave so many back around the green that it didn't end up looking like a great round on the scorecard. And that's a great way to find a guy who could go kill it tomorrow. Uh, Robert Streb, another one to check out. Sam Ryder is another one to check out. Austin Cook had great approach today. Kevin Tway, great approach today. Ben Silverman, ball striking the hell out of it today. And the best thing about these guys is they are all hidden. They're None of them are in the top 10, none of them are in the top 20, so no one's going to be on these names. Mark Hubbard, he's 24th, but man, he was all over approach today, and he's only 6,200. That is a criminally low price. He is such a better golfer than all these other dudes down here. We've got old Conrad Schindler's list down here. 3.6 on approach in a single round. Are you effing kidding me? That's incredible. I don't even know who that guy is, if you want to know the truth. So kind of what I'm thinking is I really like the pick your two or three guys up here. I mean, you can easily, you could start your lineup, Scheffler, Rory, uh, Harmon, easy, and then just go grab three of those 6K guys. Um, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of good ones down there. And, you're, and the great thing about showdown is you don't have to worry about them missing the cut. If they shit the bed, it, it's no big deal. Just one round, we'll get them back Sunday. I'm not telling you to play any of these guys. I'm saying these were some guys that caught my eyes, caught my eye. You can go look at guys that shitted away around the green today. Rory, that's the number one reason I like him tomorrow is how bad he was around the greens today. Uh, Hayden Buckley was terrible around the greens, but like, you know, he also was terrible on, well, wasn't terrible on approach, but he wasn't great on approach. And I don't like that. I want to see guys that were good on approach. So go search by who was good at approach today. Of course, Brendan Steele, old luck sack piece of shit, Brendan Steele uh, was great. Uh, anybody else? I mean, if they were good, I probably would have already marked him. Adam Svensson was great on approach today, but once again, I'm not going to pay that ownership premium for him coming off a hot round. Plus he picked up over a stroke putting today and he is a world-class terrible putter. HB three, once again, great approach today, great putting, great off the tee, did everything perfect. I don't want to pay that ownership premium and I don't want to play a guy coming off a great round. So that's how I'm rolling. That's how I think you may not like it. You may not agree with it. Uh, you know, I've given you some pivots uh, to consider instead of the highly owned guys. Uh, last thing to check is let's go check some round three scoring. Uh, I thought I already had this up. Let's go look at the last 12 rounds and let's go see who's been scoring well on uh, round three scoring. And let's see if anybody kind of pops up and catches us off guard. Of course, I'm on the wrong freaking round. Hey, don't forget to go like and subscribe and leave that comment saying who's the one guy you're definitely playing. Leave your Twitter handle so I can get you in the drawing also. Okay. So here we go. Round three scoring. Uh, who is up here, Scotty? Ooh, Strillman, huh? Let me go check out old Kevy Strills. Kevin Strillman, where are you at? Was he 7,200? Kevin Strillman? Where the fuck is he? Kevin Strillman, 7,200. What am I missing here? Okay, I'm clearly drunk. I cannot find Kevin Strillman. So we'll just go search by first name because they search by first name on here. Kevin Strillman, 6,900. Oh, must have different. Yeah, okay. Kevin Strillman's interesting too. Good round three score. And he uh, picked up across all categories today. I'm, in, I'm interested in that. Who else do we got? Anybody else that's cheap? Nasty Nate Lashley. Let's go check out Nate. T33. Nate Lashley. Did he do anything today? Yeah, I mean, he lost on approach, which was the most important, but he did pick up everywhere else, and traditionally, he's good on moving day. So, something to consider. Uh, you can go look at these things yourself. I'm just giving you some pointers. You pick whoever the hell you want. You play whoever the hell you want. Don't be like, you said don't play Xander. I didn't say shit, motherfucker. You play whoever you want. I'm telling you, it ain't for me. He's the one guy I'm definitely not playing, and the one guy I definitely am playing is... I'll, I'll stick with Rory. 
I'll stick with Rory. Rory is the one guy I'm definitely playing because he's either going to kill it tomorrow or kill it Sunday. So I got a 50-50 chance of having a smash play. Uh, I appreciate you guys being here. I tried to keep this a little bit shorter tonight. I'm still worn out from our cut down hoedown that we do. We're going to start doing every Friday for the cut sweats. Um, you need to be there to check it out. Be in there. We'll look up how you're doing. We'll sweat some guys together. We'll talk some shit. It's a pretty good time. Ask the people that were there today. Had over 200 people stop by today. So I appreciate all the support guys. Continue to spread the word, like these videos, go retweet on Twitter. Make sure to like over there, leave a comment with your Twitter handle, get in the drawing. I want to win us a million bucks together as a team. It won't be me. It'll be us brother. Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow night. I'll also be on GS Luke's show doing his uh, price picks. Um, I will see you tomorrow night twice. I hope you I hope y'all kill it tomorrow. Enjoy my new outro.